0: Joining us in the studio is his worship, the mayor of Collingwood, Brian Saunderson. Brian, great to have you back.
1: Hey, Good morning, John. Great to be in.
0: Uh, Brian, of course, it is back to school week. Uh, no, there's, a, there's certainly a different feeling in the air, isn't there?
1: Yes, absolutely. Other than the change in the weather, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it, as you were saying, even though we've been out of school for far too long, September does seem like the beginning of the year. And so uh, the kids are back, the teachers are in, and uh, it's another year of Educational productivity underway. Yes. Um, But I would like to remind our motorists that with uh, the kids back at school, please be cautious um, to make sure that when you're driving around the school crossings and the neighbourhoods, uh, you respect that the first thing in the morning at lunch and then at 3 o'clock it's going to be busy with kids making their way to and from school. So do be uh, be on the lookout and cautious.
0: I will tell you that if you don't have to be near the corner of uh, Cameron and <laughs> and Birch Street uh, or anywhere near Cameron Street Public School, avoid it during the early mornings or the, the afternoon pickup. It is a zoo out there.
1: Yes, we had some uh, comments about it yesterday with the construction going on there. It's, it's uh, a very uh, difficult Area, and we want to make sure that the kids are safe. So, as John says, please stay away from there.
0: The uh, crossing guards are, are they uh, town employees or are they from the Simcoe School Board?
1: They're town employees and uh, the town's been recruiting them. We had an open house last Friday as well as many other efforts through August. So we are filling up our crossing guard spots, but we do uh, as I understand it, have some volunteers out there now uh, manning the crosswalks while we uh, get our full complement hired.
0: And it's a paid position if uh, it's it probably is. good for someone who's retired.
1: Or? Oh, it's great. It's great. And uh, you know, it's interesting when you talk to uh, the kids, uh, one of their highlights is talking to the cross guard yeah. the way to school and home. So it's a very <laughs> A social position, you'll get to hear all about uh, people's days, and it pays $18 an hour. So wow. uh, it is a great way to stay connected and earn a little bit of money.
0: Speaking of social, there is a social of uh, historic importance coming up, the shipyard social at the Collingwood Museum.
1: That's absolutely right, John. It's uh, on September 7th. It's the third annual shipyard uh, social between t- 12 p.m. and 3 p.m and uh, it celebrates Collingwood's marine heritage and the importance of our shipyard industry and celebrates the men and women who were part of that legacy. Uh, so we'll kick off with a community barbecue between 12 and 2, and there'll be hot dogs, hamburgers, veggie burgers, and uh, all available for a nominal fee while you can tour the uh, museum.
0: Now, I know that a lot of folks who are connected with the old shipyards, maybe have worked there, uh, show up, but it's open for everybody.
1: Oh, absolutely. It, it is, and it's, uh, it's a great opportunity to meet uh, some people that worked in the shipyards because it's, uh, it was 1986 that they closed mm-hmm. down, so it's getting farther in the rearview mirror, so it's important to uh, remember and celebrate that.
0: Are we any closer to finding out how to spend that money that uh, that came in from the sale of the airport and uh, in the sale of Collins?
1: Uh, We're working on the public engagement process, so I guess the short answer is no. But the great corollary to that is while we haven't made any decisions, uh, $18.5 million has been
0: earning interest. (laughs) So we're growing the pot. Uh, Again, a lot of people talking about the grain elevators. It seems to be top of mind, I guess, because it's that season. But uh, where are we moving with that?
1: Well, it's uh, as... uh, uh, I said before, we're still really in the information-gathering process, so there's been no decisions made either way about uh, refurbishing, uh, repairing, or destroying. Uh, those decisions are really down the road when we are uh, have all the best evidence in terms of the condition of the terminal. So we did the building envelope. Uh, assessment uh, about eighteen months ago, and um, and got a report that just gave numbers about the different options. It didn't mm. propose or recommend any, um, and so really, right now, uh, based on Councilor Berman's most recent motion to asking for a staff report, we're looking at uh, completing the survey. So there's about two thousand wooden pilings holding that building up underwater. We don't know what the condition of those are. Uh, and that's a key piece of the puzzle. Uh, and uh, then we're also looking at, uh, you know, repurposing potential public-private partnerships, viable business models, and who might be potential partners in those scenarios. So, really, when we come to the table, we want to have uh, a, a full spectrum of the best information we have about uh, all the costs, implications, and uh, of, of each decision and uh, or option, I guess. And uh, and then we'll certainly be going out to the public. And already. The debate has started. So mm-hmm. it's, it's good to see that.
0: Uh, the concept of a viable business partner or of a business taking over that building has been around for six, seven years now. Uh, do we still have hope for that?
1: Uh, I think we do. I mean, uh, previous councils had just put a for sale sign on the building, and uh, at that point in time, there was uh, uh, some, I think, viable uh, mm-hmm. options. We never really got too deep into the business plans. Um, so I think you really you have got to find out uh, what those are. And uh, farther afield in South Africa and other places, uh, these terminals have been made into museums and other things. Uh, whether that is an option here, I don't know. But I think, you know, before we can come to the table and tell, uh, make a decision with uh, the best evidence and tell people that we've explored all options, uh, then I think we need to do just that. And mm. that's uh, to make sure we get the, the best information. We it can.
0: sure was fun with side lunch days to see that area of Collingwood being utilized so much. And uh, I understand there's some paving going on there. So we're really kind of sprucing up that whole area.
1: Yes. Well, the paving, uh, for those that use the harbor, know that the road was in pretty rough shape. <laughs> uh, the spit is all infill, so it morphs. Every winter it changes just a bit. Mm. So uh, there's some engineering issues there. But, uh, yes, the heritage drive paving had been in the works for quite a while, and it was part of the 2019 budget. So we got that done, and uh, and I tell you, when they first got the pavement in that day. I went down and drove it and it was incredible (laughs) the difference there. So yes, we are sprucing up and it's all part of the longer term plan of the waterfront master plan which is really to integrate our waterfront with our town and uh, for so long it was really an industrial zone. It's uh, it's a change in in mentality and attitude. We've got... uh, Uh, 44 new slips in there, so I think we're up to 143 or 4 slips in the harbor. Uh, We've got the canoe club and the rowing club and the sailing school. Uh, It really is becoming a vibrant multi-use facility.
0: Uh, let's talk about something that's happening more on land, and that is the uh, Collingwood Art Crawl. Uh, that is back again. Uh, this has become a very popular event for, for so many people, especially now that they've combined not only the visual arts, but uh, but music and performing arts.
1: Yeah, it really is uh, an incredible, uh, again, it's uh, one of those organic things that started in the community. I think there was maybe half a dozen artists that mm-hmm. set this up, and they approached local uh, uh, restaurants and coffee shops, and uh, and now... Six or seven years later, it's turned into this, and it really is uh, it's a wonderful way to showcase our our arts and culture community. And I know we're going to chat about it, but with the, the map that's recently come out, the Collingwood Creative Community Map, it was the brainchild of uh, a local artist, Don Bromitt, And John Haynes was the artist and it really uh, is a great schematic of all of Collingwood that shows all of our creative uh, and cultural facilities from the library and the museum to the Tremont Hotel to galleries on here Ontario Street on the creative Simcoe Street area and Theatre Collingwood, and uh, and it really just, uh, it's a, a wonderful thing. So I encourage everyone to come and pick up a copy of that map, because there's probably some places on there you aren't aware of, and uh, so it's great. Where are they available? They are available. They're at Town Hall. They're at the Tremont. I think that they're most of the galleries. It really okay. is uh, a, quite a, a community-wide um, uh, venture. And if you look at the uh, sponsors there, I think there's about 16 or 17 sponsors, and it includes the BMFA, the BIA, uh, Creative Simcoe Street, and the Tremont. um, And uh, it's really quite a spectacular uh, map, so I would encourage people to get it. And it's probably available at the galleries, like the Butter Gallery and the Tremont Gallery, Simcoe Street Theatre, Um, And they're certainly available at Town Hall, but I would recommend to everyone you come and get one because it really really does showcase um, uh, the incredible local talent that we do have in town. And that's really what the Collingwood Art Crawl is all about, and that's on September uh, 21st between 5 and 9 p.m. It's in downtown. Uh, It's free. It's a self-guided walk, and it will feature over 40 artists and 40 musicians at more than 40 venues with live music and incredible art. So you can visit uh, CollingwoodArtCrawl.com dot com for the details. And it really is a great way to spend hopefully a nice uh, S- uh, September evening.
0: Uh, let's put your uh, county hat on. Of course, you sit uh, on county council as as our mayor of Collingwood. Uh, certainly, some issues around. Uh, Waste, uh, uh, you know, garbage pickup, uh, recycling it. Uh, uh, these are tough times for that industry.
1: It is a tough time. And uh, so our contractor, Progressive Waste Management, um, has had, and people have probably seen this, it's its not been as bad in Collingways as it has been in some areas. But uh, they've had a tough time, a labor shortage with drivers. And uh, so uh, it's particularly hit us in Collingwood with the recycling. Mm. So they have hired. There is in their contract with the county uh, what we call liquidated damages provision. That means that any day that they don't provide the full service, they end up paying the, ta- the county uh, money at, as a refund. So there's a huge amount of uh, uh, incentive for them to do a good job. Yeah. So these days have been painful for the contractor, but they've partnered with, uh, they've actually hired a second uh, waste management river, Miller w- management, Waste Management, uh, to assist. And so in Collingwood, they've been helping us, particularly with the recycling. And uh, so you may have seen them, dumping both the paper and glass and plastic products into the same uh, open bin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm told that they have been, uh, while they may not have been sorting it at pickup, they are sorting it at the depot, at the transfer depot. So yeah, it is it, being... It uh,
0: is a bit infuriating, though, when you've been very careful to separate yes.
1: them. Yes. Well, you can them. imagine how unhappy the, the employees must be when you've nicely <laughs> yeah. uh, separated it. They mix it and they've got to take it apart again. Wow. But uh, the main thing is, at the end of the day, it's getting done. They are getting, it is getting mm-hmm. done and the things are going to the right uh, dispenser or recycled containers. Um, So uh, it is frustrating. uh, But people, uh, you can go on to the town. The county has a website, uh, simcoe.ca, but there's also a, a Simcoe County Collects app, which is available for free either through the App Store or Google Play, free of charge and uh, you can look for updates, and it will notify you if you activate that uh, function. It will act, it will notify you if there is a delay or change in the pickup and tell you what to do. So in many cases, um, we're asking people to either deliver it to the curb the next day, and it will be picked up, uh, or to put it back in the garage and bring it out the next week, and there would be a double pickup.
0: It is going to affect us um, in the fact that there's a couple of special waste collections that aren't gonna happen because of this shortage, right?
1: Yes, the county voted uh, to do not have an electronics, uh, and that was a new thing. Mm -hmm. So they've delayed the implementation of the electronics pickup, which would have included TVs, radios, vacuums, that sort of thing. Um, But there still will be the battery pickup. Okay. And uh, the reason that we uh, decided, council decided, county council decided to uh, to put the electronics pick up off was to double up to make sure that we were up to date in all mm-hmm. the other pickups. But people can take uh, their electronics to any of the dumps, the county run dumps, and they will be, they take those for free. For free? Yeah. So you can take them and deliver them there and yes. uh, drive in. There's no charge and you can get rid of your electronics there.
0: Mayor of Collingwood, Brian Saunderson, thank you for once again joining us here and Talking the
1: Talk. It's always a pleasure, John. Take care.